Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. A silent epidemic called mental disorder. Almost one out of every five Filipinos suffers from a mental disorder in their lifetime. Almost 28% had a lifetime mental disorder at some point in their life. Among people who had a lifetime mental disorder, 20% had a 12-month mental disorder and had symptoms. 15% had developed a mental health problem during their lifetime, with anxiety disorders, panic attacks, at 6% and alcohol use at 5% being the most prevalent, followed by major depressive disorder, 2%, and dementia, 2%. About 15% of the respondents reported lifetime presence of any mental disorder, with nearly 11% experiencing a mental disorder in the past 12 months. 8% adults reported suicidal ideation in the 12 months, and they had serious thoughts about committing suicide. From this group, 41% had a suicide plan and 21% had a suicide attempt. Suicidal ideations, SI, often called suicidal thoughts or ideas, is a broad term used to describe a range of contemplations, wishes and preoccupations with death and suicide. In children and adolescents, the most common disorders are Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, ADHD, Conduct Disorder, MDD, and Social Anxiety Disorders. In Luzon, there is a high prevalence, 7.95%, of suicide among the youth. Region 8 had the highest prevalence, then NCR and Region 4B. Of those who have thoughts of killing themselves, the suicide plan was highest in Caraga, then Region 7 and Region 12, and suicide attempts were highest in Region 1, then Region 9, Region 12 and Berm. This sad news were the findings of the 2021 National Survey for Mental Health and Well-Being, NSMHW, for the adult population of 18 greater than years and the Child and Adolescent National Survey for Mental Health, CANSF. Both were part of the 2021 Philippine NSMHW which was carried out as the first-ever baseline, epidemiological survey on mental health designed to provide lifetime prevalence estimates for mental, neurological and substance use disorders for the Filipino adult population. This unique large-scale population survey scientifically sampled 9,857 adult Filipinos and 4,275 children. The Philippine NSMHW was carried out in the hope of addressing the problem of the need for epidemiological data on the prevalence and correlates of mental disorders. Special mention to experts scientists Drs. Ma. Lourdes Rosanna de Guzman, Thomas Bautista, Cynthia Ramos-Lanes, Marissa Pascual, Evelyn Gapuz, Erniel Barrios, John Eustaquio, and Marilyn Crisostomo of the Project Lingap Sabawat Pamilyong Pilipino. Earlier in 2017, Global Burden of Disease, GBD, estimated a population prevalence of 0.2% for schizophrenia, 0.5% for bipolar disorder, 1.1% for major depressive disorder, MDD, 0.4% for epilepsy, 0.9% for alcohol use disorders, and 0.7% for drug use disorders. Globally, the use of mental health services was almost 40% higher than the pre-pandemic with spending increasing by 54%, RAND Corp. Debilitating Epidemic Mental health is the state of well-being which influences the individual's ability to realize one's own abilities and potentials, cope adequately with the normal stresses of life, display resilience in the face of extreme life events, work productively and fruitfully, and make a positive contribution to the community. The indicator of mental health is not simply the absence of mental illness but involves more complex and multi-layered dimensions. 
Mental illness is a clinically diagnosable disorder that significantly interferes with a person's cognitive, emotional, occupational and social abilities. It is important to recognize that mental illness is not only a growing public health concern but also a major psychosocial and economic issue affecting individuals, families and communities throughout the world. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The Saturn News. The World Health Organization Special Initiative for Mental Health. 2020, reports that there are only an estimated 548 psychiatrists practicing in the country, 0.5 per 100,000 population, 516 psychiatric nurses, 0.5 per 100,000, and 133 psychologists, 0.1 per 100,000, working in institutions in the country. The WHO reports that most mental health services are offered by private providers, as the public sector has yet limited specialist mental health facilities. There are only four mental hospitals, 46 psychiatric inpatient units, and 29 outpatient mental health facilities for the whole country. In addition, there are people with mental health conditions in institutions run by the Department of Social Welfare and Development. The saddest news. WHO notes that mental health represents an estimated 2.65% of the health budget with most of the funds going to mental hospitals and there is no specific mental health line in the health budget. There is a gap in the availability of mental health specialists in provinces to offer mental health at secondary care hospitals and to supervise and support the integration of mental health in primary care and to oversee the provision of psychosocial support at the local level, in a devolved health care delivery system. In the CANSF, 41% claim that they do not have money to pay and could not afford it and would prefer to handle the problems on their own or with the family, 21%, while 18% are not sure where to get help, and they are not sure if the child and or adolescent needs help, 14%. 12% are also concerned about what other people might think, while others think that services are not available, 10%. The Ray of Hope. The Mental Health Act, RA 11036, of 2018 mandates that mental health is a basic fundamental right of all Filipinos. Mental health services shall be free from coercion, and persons affected by mental health conditions shall be able to exercise the full range of human rights, and participate fully in society and at work, free from stigmatization and discrimination. The law created the Philippine Mental Health Council, PMHC, as the policymaking body to develop a national multi-sectoral strategic plan for mental health and to ensure its implementation through monitoring and evaluation of polices. 
The PMHC represents the commitment of all government agencies coming together for the continual improvement of the mental health of the nation. Moreover, the Universal Health Care Act of 2019, RA 11223, or the UHC law mandates that all Filipinos are guaranteed equitable access to quality and affordable health care goods and services, and protected against financial risks through a whole-of-system, whole-of-government, whole-of-society, people-centered approach. The real hope. The Philippines has a strong non-health sector supportive of mental health and psychosocial activities with many initiatives aimed at reducing stigma and raising public awareness. Social media is contributory to many messages of education and support. Digitalization of professional services is also promising. But the two strongest pillars of support for people with mental illness are the close family ties of Filipinos and the sense of community. However, they need to be educated more to completely understand mental health and mental illness. Articles state that cultural factors like shame, stigma and biased beliefs discourage Filipinos from consulting professionals, and prefer to seek help from folk healers and lay networks in treating mental illnesses. We all have the responsibility to promote and protect mental health and well-being of the population, prevent illness, reduce the impact of mental health illness, improve the quality of life of those suffering and recovering, and assure the rights of people with mental health problems and mental illness, and enable them to participate and contribute to society in a meaningful way. After all, given the statistics, the person you may need to help is the loved one of or the one reading this article.